Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Now, many of you know that on Tuesday is when we normally do the show from the pulpit to the couch where you will receive biblical teachings from someone in ministry as well as myself. Jeanette Abney, a licensed marriage, family, and therapist. But as you guys all know, Jeanette procrastinates. You wait till the last minute to get stuff done. And I'm still going to be posting stuff as I am on the air because, again, I waited till the last minute. They always say when you know better, you do better. I know better. I still keep doing the same old stuff over and over and over again. What do they say the definition of insanity? But today's topic is interesting Because even though I may be doing this, but my loyalty is still there. So tonight, I'm going to be talking about loyalty. So if you or somebody you know struggle with being loyal, making commitments to other people, or if you're one that is always giving but seem like you you get nothing in return, or we talk about the term ride or die, do you ride with others? But when it's your turn or you need them, you look around and ain't nobody there but you, you might want to join in on this conversation. Hey, Tisha, I see you. We were having this conversation earlier. Because when we talk about loyalty, is it a skill? Is it a character trait? Or is it something that you have to learn? Do you teach this in school? How do you teach people to be loyal to one another? You know, I heard somebody say the other day, and my, my brother's keeper. So I got my first caller on the line. Let me log him on. Hello. Hello, Ed. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I appreciate you. I really do. And as, you know, people are going to be looking at me on Facebook Live as I'm looking down trying to post this information all at the same time because today you were talking about your week earlier. Today has been a day for me. I've been all over the place. Clients calling me like, Janetta, we scheduled for tonight. Janetta, I'm like, uh, I forgot. I need to put you on my calendar. I am overworked. I don't want to say underpaid, but I'm overworked and I need a vacation because I got all these people that want to be seen and talked to, and and I don't mind doing it, but I just forgot about some people today. <laughs> I really did. I really did. It was not on purpose. So I'm going to ask you a question, Mr. Ed. When it comes to loyalty, what does that mean? What does that mean to you? What does the word, just the whole word of loyalty mean to you? It means uh, it means to, to be honorable to someone. Okay. You know? Be honorable to someone, okay? Now, when I hear you say to be honorable, sometimes you got individuals that may not be one that's an honorable person, but they may be loyal to a fault. You know, when I thought about loyalty, I thought about gangs, I thought about families, I thought about work commitments. I thought about, you know, a lot of times we try to demonstrate our loyalty in a lot of different ways by just being there to pick up 
be there, to be your friend, to to have a commitment, to be in some type of a relationship. You know, some individuals are loyal to their community. They're loyal to their family. And sometimes you got individuals that are givers and you have individuals that are takers. And part of the thing with loyalty is making sure that you're not loyal to the wrong person. And if that is your character, how do you know the difference? How do you know where, you know what, this individual may have, they may not have bad intentions, but they may not know any better. Now, when I was looking up the word just by the definition, because before we can do anything, we have to define what we are talking about and what that means. And that's why I want to know what does it, what do that word mean to other people. So, Tisha, I see you on Facebook watching. You can type in what loyalty means to you. And not only that, how do you know if a person is not being loyal to you and what do you do? Because I'm the type of person, when I was, a, when I was younger, if my friends was not loyal or if my friends betrayed me, it was a wrap. It was a straight wrap. But now I've learned and I've matured a lot till I will give and I'll say, you know what, they didn't know any better. It wasn't my loss. They missed out on a good friend because I'm the type of person that if I'm your friend, I'm your friend. If you call me and I can, I got you. But don't call me when you know you can do it for yourself and take advantage of the situation because a lot of times individuals will take your kindness for weakness, especially if they know you are a loyal person. Some people will call it true to the game you know, or I'm about it, or whatever the case are, I got you, or being there. You know, those are just some of the terms that some individuals use when they kind of describe their loyalty to another person. And even in a marriage, you got a commitment, you got a relationship, and you want to make sure that you're, you're loyal. You're loyal to that person. Now, Mr. Ed, when I look at the, when I look at the definition, and it talked about the quality of being loyal, a strong feeling of support or allegiance, a true meaning of a person's devotion, sentiment of attachment to a particular object or maybe another person, or it could be a group of persons, an idea, a duty, or a cause. Because you have some individuals that with their work commitment, they go beyond the call of duty when it comes to certain things. So my question to you, Mr. Ed, how do you know if a person is even loyal to you? What are some of the signs? Well, that, that you, that you know they have your back, and um, you know they're there when you, when you do call on them. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say for an example that they can't. Does that mean that they're disloyal because they're not able to help you out this time? Because sometimes people get angry when they may have an expectation of someone and they may have, you know, I don't want to say been irresponsible, but they may have put themselves in a situation that's not your situation, but because you don't come through for them, they may feel that you're not being loyal, but yet they don't realize that they may have 
put themselves in that predicament. It wasn't yours to get them out of. That don't mean you're not loyal. Doesn't mean you ain't well, got yeah, them. I mean, well, well, yeah, but, well, in that kind of a situation, you know, when okay, say for instance, you know, if 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 someone comes to me and says, "Hey, I need you to do this for me," but I'm not in a position to do that particular thing. Okay, I would if I could, but I'm not in a position to do it. So you can't uh-huh. turn around and call me disloyal because I didn't do what you asked me to do. Just on uh-huh. the cuff, okay? Uh-huh. So you know that's that, that's. But if a person looks at you that way, well, you're not loyal because you don't do for me. Well, then you know, then 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 you're the one that's not loyal. You're the one that's just being a big kid. You're the one that's being a big baby about it. Uh-huh. You know what? I like that, Mr. Ed, because a lot of times individuals have a, a false sense of reality or their expectations are unrealistic or they want individuals to do for them what they don't want to even do to them, for themselves. And that's when we're talking mm-hmm. about this topic. It's not to put people down. It's not to beat people up. It's to educate individuals about what that term even means. Because we talk about friendship. We talk about commitment. We talk about all of these things. I, I did the show yesterday, and the yesterday yesterday show was about breaking family cycles because a lot of the dysfunction, a lot of the toxicity, a lot of who we are as people comes from who we expose ourselves to, who we've been around, our DNA and our genetics. It all plays a role. And my friend Sean was on there, and we grew up together, and I, I some just came into my spirit when she shared something, and I thought about it, and she said some things about my character and me being the type of friend that I am. And one thing she said was, Jeanette, I know you got my back. I've been like that all my life. You can be right, you can be wrong. I got your back, but I'm going to still let you know what you did was foul. I'm going to still let you know you wrong with you did. When we get out of this situation, I got a bone to pick with you, you know, so a lot of times individuals want you to break your back when they don't even want to do no work. That's not fair. And fair is not always equal, and fair is not always just. So I want to make sure that I put that out there, too, because that's the first thing a person will say. Because we got some individuals that are loyal to family members, and no people don't give a fly food about you. Do not care. Sometimes wanting to see you fail or fall. It kind of reminds me of what was the OJ song, Backstabber? They smile in your face. There are people mm-hmm. that are like. Mm-hmm. I remember back, back when I was a youngster, you know, I had, uh, you know, I had uh, friends that, uh, uh, you know, you know, we was, you know, we was riding that, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, running the streets. We wanted to run the streets, doing our thing, whatever. And uh, you know, and these were people that I considered, you know, my homies, my, you know, my, you know, my boonies, you know, my, you know, my dudes, you know. Uh-huh. And um, but there were times when I had my dudes got me in some in some stuff that I didn't think we should have been in. You know, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a time where you know. Well, well, I mean, I was kind of like this, yeah. You know, you know, like like you said before. I mean, you know, when I'm your friend, I'm your friend. You know, but 
you know, I don't like to be, you know, getting in a situation where I got to fight my way out of it, you know, mm-hmm. and I got nothing to do with it, you know. I mean, we, we put our life on the line here behind some 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 bull jerky that you got going, you know. I mm-hmm. have nothing to do with. And then, you know, then when you know when when come when it comes push comes to shove and people are like, hey, I need you to come over here and help me do this. I'm like, wait a minute, why 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 you need help to do that? You know, don't mm-hmm. worry about that. I need you to help me. I need you to watch my back. What do you mean? Don't worry about that. You know, cause I'm not. I'm not the kind of just run up. Okay, let's go. You know, and then and get. You know, cause I, I, I watched a lot of movies where people did that and got taken out. You know. Yep, that's <laughs> it. I, I knew people. I knew people. I had homeboys that got taken out like that. You know, mm-hmm. running the hell. You just pulled in and see what's going down, and and they didn't come home. See? That's true. And that is, so that is. I wasn't gonna be one of them. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. So why you need me to come over here with you? Oh man, don't worry about that. I'll let you know on the way, man. You, you, you know, you loyal or what? You know, that's a perfect example of people thinking that you're supposed to be loyal just on the cuff. Like you said earlier, they expect you to do just to be just because, you know. And then when you're either you're wary about doing, or you're not able to do, or you know your, your position is just you know iffy, then they want to try to you know make it seem like you're not loyal. Which is not really the case. You don't mind you don't mind being there for them, but at the same time, you don't necessarily want to put yourself in some in, you know in, in harm's way just just because. You know, right. you go over there and slap somebody, and then you want me to go over there and fight for you. Yeah, <laughs> my daughter just posted you know? something. My daughter just posted, and she said, "Loyalty is a combination of friendship and trust. If you don't." Both, it says you don't have both, you will never have loyalty. And that is true. Friendship and trust. I got a, I call her my sister from another mother. And she used to always tell me, Jeanette, you're a hot mess. You're a hot mess. Because even as a therapist, I am one that I'm very realistic. I don't, I'm not bougie. I'm not holier than thou. I'm not, I, I am Jeanette. I, I am, but I'm honest. I'm, I'm not brutally honest to hurt nobody's feelings. But if you ask me a question, I'm going to give you an, the uh, honest answer to the best of my ability of how I see things and perceive things, whether it is coming strictly from my education, from my experience, from my street smarts, or from my discernment. I'm going to give you what I got because that's who I am. But when we talk about these things, and even with her, she'll have me crack it up. If I'm mad about something or whatever, she'd be like, Jeanette. You know we ain't got no bail money. <laughs> and that'd be my thing. It'd be like, I got you, but we ain't got no bail money. <laughs> like, we ain't got time to be wasting no money on you getting mad and acting up because somebody done pissed you off. You got to handle this differently. And it taught me a lot because it taught me about patience and to calm myself down because she would always say, we ain't got no bail money. <laughs> and she missed that. She meant it, because when it comes to money, she ain't playing. She ain't letting me waste no money. So when we talk about these things in regards to loyalty, and I like the way Letitia put it, a combination of friendship. Everybody that say they're your friend, they're not friendly, or they may not know how to be a friend. And trust. What can I trust you with? Are you your brother's keeper? 
Will you lay down your life for a friend? Will you? Some people be like, mm-mm, mm-mm. It, it, it's just not in them. It's just not in them. Now, when I, I got some information, and it talked about how do you show loyalty, because you got some individuals that will try their best to get on your good side. They will try their best to show you that they got you, and you got to be careful with that, too, because you're doing too much. You know, I, want, I love watching TV shows, certain shows I, I, just, I just love to watch. One of them is, I think it's called Queen of Men, but Madam, she have these people that they will do whatever she won't done in order to be her friend. But she used wisdom because her daddy got a, taught her street smart to the point to where if you got a person that's putting too much on it, you got to be careful with that because you really don't know if you can trust that person. And you don't want to give them, and I also know people that try to test people. They try to test your loyalty or test your friendship, and that lets you know they really can't be trusted. Because why test your friends to see if they're your friends? You know, don't nobody have time to be playing those types of games. Now, he said send me the link. Let me give him the number. Okay, if you want to join in on a conversation, call 516-387-1914. Because this is something that individuals, I don't want to say learn at a young age, because some individuals, they just don't get it. I remember growing up, my mother used to tell me, if you are walking home from school with somebody and if they get jumped, don't bring your butt up in this house and leave them. You better be right there with them. And I remember sharing with somebody most of the incidents that I got into, even as a kid and a teenager, was in my fight. It was because I remember what my mama said. I can't go running home and then left them down the street to go get beat up or somebody then jumped them. I didn't even know who the hell they was into it with. But I'd be the one in the fight. Okay? Okay, I just sent you the information and you logged on. How are you doing, sir? I'm calling you sir. I'm doing fine, and you and yourself? I'm doing well. Now, when it comes to loyalty, because I was just going to share some information about how do you show your loyalty, because, like I said, people are sometimes loyal to family members, sometimes friends, gangs, jobs, work relationships. You know, what is your interpretation of loyalty? Well, me, myself, being the age that I am, I came up in an area where your loyalty was always tested. And some, certain people didn't understand the level of other people's loyalty. Okay, loyalty to me is like a secret friendship that you have with somebody. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, if that person is right or wrong, you, you got their back. I mean, mm-hmm. loyalty is a big word, and it's used in different forms different styles, different fashion, different ways. But when it all breaks, when it all boils down to it, it's the level of how you feel and what you trust a person with. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, and the thing is, when you're talking about street and you're talking about gangs, they're testing your commitment to see if you're true to the game. Can we trust you with what we share? Can you? Because some people, somebody will always be a snitch. They say they don't call it snitching no more. They call it who got the better deal. Um, Tisha posted something about love bombing and gang your trust. Then they feel like they can control you. And you know what? And the thing is, when people are testing you and testing your loyalty, that's not cool because that's a game. That's a trick. Right. Because how are you loyal to them if you putting these conditions on them? Because now you're not being loyal. It's like um, I remember when my daughter was talking I about. I wouldn't I really to- say it's a test because when I came up, okay, like like in the street life, the gang life, I, that's the era I came up in, okay. And we had a slogan in our neighborhood called Trey Love. And the slogan, it was a definition, meaning if you got Trey Love for your brother, no matter if he right or wrong, you're still going to express the same Trey Love for him. Okay, and with that being said, I used to try to teach my homies, hey, how do you expect to have Trey Love from somebody that you beating up on? If your brother did something wrong, you don't discipline him with violence. You teach him right from wrong, but not in the violent matter. They uh-huh. got this thing called DP where they beat a motherfucker up for doing something wrong. No, uh-huh. that's not the that's not the solution. Because if you call yourself in, at war with somebody else, how do you trust this person or think they're uh-huh. gonna be loyal to you while you in the battlefield? Uh huh. So. Well- that's where loyalty comes to pay its own part. I mean, you have mm-hmm. to treat those with the same loyalty that you respect and that, that you accept, that you want. Right. Well, you just brought up something that I'm going to say. Okay, Mr. Ed, what were you going to say? Well, you know, one thing that I've learned in life, you know, um, you find out what, who's loyal mm-hmm. when you need them the most. When you need mm-hmm. them the most, exactly. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've been in situations like that. I mean, I was I came up in the streets too, you know. And I, hey, I was in situations where I was like, you know, I was hemmed up, and I'm like, okay, you know, well, we gotta we gotta go down, we gotta you know, we gotta throw down, right? And so I'm like, okay, these guys and surrounded me and and my, and my homies, and we like, you know, and I look up, and they walking down the street, talking about, hey, I see you later on, Ed. <laughs> and okay. I'm like, wait a minute, you know. <laughs> I know, know. No, I so know. Now and I got to have... deal with okay. on my own, right? I mean, so I mean, I've been in situations like that where you know I, I really All thought right. that somebody was with me on something, and then you know I looked around, they they gone the other way. They was dead. They was gone mm-hmm. exactly. You know, uh-huh. they know that, they that's, that's right there. That you know, <laughs> hey, uh, uh-uh. I remember it's I had not that a I, my auntie, I was in a situation with this lady, and this lady was not a very attractive woman, and I was very young at the time. And the woman came to my apartment, and um, she, my my auntie was standing there, my auntie saw her, my auntie looked at me and said, you on your own, and walked off and left me. <laughs> I said, my, my auntie said, in our family, we was always taught you don't fight ugly, unattractive people because they will jack you up in your face. Do not. 
And I'm looking at my face like, you going to leave me here? You don't fight ugly people, huh? And my auntie was a Marine. The military. My auntie told me. Be the ugly alone, huh? You own your own. I ain't fighting this old booger bear with you. No. You own your own. What you say? You already ugly. You ain't got nothing to lose. You ain't got nothing to lose. <laughs> I would oh, never, I, I would not, well, the one time I did leave her, too, because it was a shootout at uh, a football game, and my, we had a plan where we were supposed to meet up there. I forgot, and I ran all the way back home, and I said, ooh, my auntie going to kill me. I ran back to the school, <laughs> and she looked at bodies and looking, trying to find me. Hell, I went home. So I guess I did you know, get back one day. Got first. Well, when, it, come, the, when it comes to guns, that's the, that, that 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 shows loyalty real quick when it comes to guns. My mother used to say, "Every man for himself and God for us all." They were shooting at the school, so I was trying to get. My yeah, auntie you was fight no bullets, you know. My auntie knew if I went to that game with you, you better not go home without me, because now you will have a problem. So my auntie stayed there looking for me. I had made it home, realized by the time I got home, uh-oh, I got to go back. And I had to go back. And I found my auntie. I felt so bad because she was all upset and looking for me and didn't know if I had got shot. She didn't know. She did not know. But, she, ooh, I, I, I went home and left her. So I did that. No, you went home. And you know, but back to the subject of loyalty, <laughs> a lot of people can take your loyalty and, and use it to their best advantage. Oh, yeah. That's just oh, yeah. like, okay, I'm going to give you an example. When I was coming up as a kid, my, my the people that I hung around knew, that, that I knew, they knew if they got me under the influence of alcohol and then if they mentioned our enemies, they know I'm going to automatically target, I'm automatically take off and be in flight to go do something crazy. So they would use me to the best of their advantage. Let's get Jerome drunk, and then we're going to talk about the enemy. We know he's going to automatically go over there and attack somebody. Mm-hmm. So they do that to their own advantage. They can take it just because a person knows certain things about you. Mm-hmm. They, that, that's, a, that's a way of um, taking advantage of your loyalty. That is true, and people will take advantage of your loyalty. And that was one of the things that I wanted to talk about is how do you know when your loyalty is being challenged or taken advantage of? Because we got individuals that are church hurt. We got individuals that are hurt by their parents or their family members because they felt that they gave, 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 and at the end of the day, they was left with nothing because they were trying to show their loyalty but yet didn't get anything in return. Now, how do you show loyalty to another? One of them, make a commitment. You make a commitment to be loyal. To offer continual support. But, again, support is not giving them a hand a handout. Support comes in a lot of ways. It may not be the support that the person wants, but they still know that the other person got them. Communicate effectively is another way. Practice gratitude. Be consistent. Stay true to yourself. Complete small gestures, meaning... If somebody can trust you with the small things, then they can trust you with the big things. And practice forgiveness. Now I'm going to ask you, Ed, with those eight things that I brought up, making a commitment, offering continual support, communicate effectively, practicing gratitude, be persistent, 
um, staying true to yourself, complete gestures, practice forgiveness. What is one which you say is your strongest, that you know this is me, I, I do this? I think the communication one has always been the strong point with me. Got you. You communicate effectively, yeah, so you let people know. You gotta, yeah, you got to do that. I mean, you know. I mean, because that works in it works in all kinds of relationships. Be that with friendships, if it's uh, you know, if you're on a job, or you know, or, you know, it's also in the military, you know, and um, you know, it's you know, it all it, it depends on whatever situation you're in, you know, whatever relationship you're involved in, communication mm-hmm. is is a key thing, you know, mm-hmm. and same like the you know, same thing like you know, like in a marriage or something, you know, the same kind of thing. Communication is key. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, loyalty and 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 that is just the same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, because this is why you know, like I've heard people say, you know, well, you know, uh, he cheated on me or she cheated on me, you know, and then that, that was it, and because he wasn't loyal and that or that. Well, cheating had nothing to do with loyalty, really, you know, mm-hmm. because you know, a person cheats, you know, uh, cheating is a selfish act. Okay. Mm-hmm. Has nothing to do with loyalty at all. So the person right. cheats on you, they just, you know, they're they're thinking about themselves at that moment. Okay. Correct. And right. You right. You right. You one hundred percent right, brother. Mhm. So no. you know, communication is the main thing. That's correct. Right. And a lot of things to me, that's just, you know, used in a important. relationship, in a marriage, because that's why even as a therapist, I tell individuals that. A relationship can endure infidelity if the infidelity stops. If the infidelity doesn't stop, then that person is choosing. They didn't make a mistake. They made it a habit, and that was what they wanted to do. So it doesn't mean that they were disloyal, but sometimes individuals get used to because they don't believe in consequences or they didn't see consequences growing up. It's kind of like what I was talking about yesterday about breaking family cycles because that becomes a learned behavior because that inner child is looking for this satisfaction, and some people are not even loyal to themselves. They hurt themselves. Now, Jerome, with the things that I mentioned in regards to how to show loyalty to another, you know, making a commitment, um, offer continual support, communicate effectively, practice gratitude, be persistent, stay true to yourself, complete small gestures, practice forgiveness, what would you say is one of your strongest attributes with showing loyalty to my, others? My, my strongest attribute, even though I may be selective with it, is forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Because I believe strongly if, if I don't forgive a person, how can I ever want to or imagine being forgiven? You know, and in the Bible, that's one of the major points in life, to forgive your neighbor, your friend, your your sister, your brother, mm-hmm. and love them. Correct. So, I mean, <laughs> but communication is also a good key, but my strong is I'm, I'm, I'm a forgiving person. I I just forgive people. Mm-hmm. I may not deal with them or I, might, I may choose not to engage, but I still to give people for their wrongdoing. That's because some people don't know no better. you got to forgive in order for you to heal because if you stay fixated on yeah, one if another. I, if I run around with that weight, huh. oh, I'm mad as no. Shit, they be running around here happy while I, no, uh-uh. 
Mm-hmm. Nope. I'm going to say with myself, mine is being persistent. I'm very persistent. I say what I mean. I mean what I say. Uh, I could be flexible, but I will show my loyalty because you will know I'm going to show up and show up out because I'm persistent. I'm there. Now, uh, I see Joanne is watching. I see Leticia is watching. So as if you're far as my Facebook, loyalty to one, I'm, I'm, I show mine in, in many different forms, fashions, and styles. I mm. show mine by being persistent. I mean, a person may not even be expecting for me to do something for them, but I wake up in the morning thinking about what can I do for this person to show my loyalty. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different category, but, you know, it's like I say, it's, it's a it's a loyalty is a big word to use in a in a form because it can it is, once again it come in a whole lot of different styles. And, and that's one when you're dealing with individuals, when you when you're dealing with individuals, we are a different species on this planet, and mm-hmm. we understand and we dictate and we, I mean, we just do things differently. Everybody mm-hmm. do things differently. Well, and, and I, I, had that, I had that in a conversation just last night about a, a, a similar situation to what you were saying there about, uh, you know, uh, uh, people, marriages surviving adultery. Um, mm-hmm. Generally, if it's just a one-time thing, you know, there was a slip-up or something, people have survived mm-hmm. stuff like that. But of course, if it's continuing, it's like a regular thing, then that's different. But if it's just right. a one-time thing, somebody slipped up, somebody had a little bit too much to drink, and they just, you know, went a little bit too far, you know, you know, man or the woman, well, you know, and, because, uh, you know, people have survived stuff like that, okay? Yeah. You know, but it, but it also depends on the individual, too, on how on how they are you know, about it. But, you know, it depends on the but if it's but, but if it's a habit, then, it's, then it makes it less likely that the relationship is going to survive. You know, right. at least happily, you know. You know, like, Ed, I was saying I watch a lot of movies. I do. Well, even in between sessions, I watch TV a lot. And sometimes if a person thinks you got something good, people will be jealous of that. So they will tempt you. They can either drug you. They can get you under the influence. They will do things to test your loyalty to your partner, knowing that they may not even want you. They go mess up what you got. And sometimes yeah. individuals get caught up in that. I was watching a movie one day about that, and this man loved his wife, and her best friend slept with her man, her husband, because she was jealous. She felt somebody slept with my husband, so I wanted you to know how it felt, so I slept with yours. Who do that? But there's a lot of people like that. So yeah, so exactly. But see, as far as the loyalty thing goes, just because the person, like you said earlier, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're disloyal. It's just because they got they just, they just got caught up in a in a moment that they wasn't really thinking that clearly on. It, okay. Correct. And plus, they might have also thought they might have also thought that he wasn't going to get caught. Correct. <laughs> you know? well, on this one, the woman yeah. tried to blackmail him. The woman straight was blackmailing him. I was like, oh, my mm. God, are you being yeah, blackmailed? Yeah, that happens, too. That happens, too. Yeah. She was blackmailing him because she called him at a vulnerable state. See, when people test your loyalty, if they catch you at a point where you're vulnerable, it's easy to bite the bait. It's, it's easy. And then that's where we talked about the com- effective communication. A lot of times people don't know how to 
say today. I want to tell on myself. I got a big mouth. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Because my mother used to always say, I would rather hear it from you than to hear it from somebody in the street. Because if I hear it in the street, you, it's going to be a problem. They, they got an old saying for you. They say, you know, Jeanette can't hold water. I know. I know. I know. But the consequences <laughs> is a little different if I'm not told on myself than for somebody to come and tell me, I saw Jeanette, da 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 you already know. Oh, she said this is your oh, yeah, video. Oh, yeah, I've always been. I, I've yeah, always yeah, been like that. Yeah. I, I, I'm always telling myself, like, I, I remember a long time ago when I was a teenager, I remember listening to a Richard Pryor record. And he mm-hmm. said that about his, he, said he told them, he always told on his self. That's why he always tells on them. He said, on him about talking about his private business, right? He said, the reason I tell about my private business, because that way the tabloids won't be able to talk about me. Yeah, you'll get nothing to talk about. You know, you can't blackmail me. Hey, that makes sense, though. read about it, they'll be talking about it. Richard already talked about that his last show. (laughs) Well, you know what, Ed? They they won't be able to make money off you. (laughs) You So you're telling yourself. Hey, you tell too much. You tell too much. But I can't be blackmailed. It can't be in the tabloids. It can't. And it's exactly. only funny when I tell the story. It ain't going to be funny exactly. when you tell it. You're telling it. on yourself. Yeah. You, 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 you take that power away from, from somebody. There you go. There you go. Yeah, you and that's uh, being true to yourself. I'm sitting up here. My grandson is watching my show because he's texting. And he's going to say, from writer. Because sometimes he'll send me text messages, and I think it'd be my daughter because I forgot he know how to spell. So... I got to be mindful of what I think of my son. I be telling my son, your kids be watching, and your kids be watching what you post. Now I got my grandson watching me, okay? Now, what does, it says, what does persons with loyalty mean? And the objective, someone who's loyal, remain firm in their friendship or support for the person or thing. And that's a good way of looking at it. Another, and we talk about examples of loyalty, there's a lot of examples that people can give. But the one thing is you don't want to do is tell a person, well, I was there for you when you need, and you don't throw stuff up in people's face. If you did it, you did it because that's who you are and that's what you chose to do. But a lot of times individuals will do things waiting for someone to acknowledge them or waiting for the opportunity for somebody to remind you of what you did for them—that's not cool. That's not showing loyalty. Yeah, some people, some people—that's how they—that's how, that's how they live their life. They—they they do things mainly just to be recognized for doing things. Well, my mama used to say, "You do things to be seen or heard." And you know, and you know, you know what the Bible said about those people? They said they, they already have their reward. Uh huh. Now, and you know, it goes you, do, you, you know, when you do things just to be seen doing it, then you mm-hmm. have your reward. You ain't got no Correct. reward in heaven. Correct. You, you got your reward is just that. You know, a friend that's struggling. You that's the reward. Correct. If you have a friend that you know is struggling and you help them out, but you go tell everybody, you ain't got to help me if you got to go tell the world what you did to me or for me. I don't want to hear it. You know, because now yeah. you you took that to make yourself look good. And you didn't do it just because you wanted to do it. Now, it says, what exactly. does the Bible say? Like, 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 like they got something over you or something. Correct. Now, it says, our ultimate loyalty as what Christ about, What about that person who's, what about that person who's loyal, so loyal 
they have their own struggles, but they still help out the person, even though they're struggling at the time. Well, the thing with that's that, that person, is... That's the that person that's leading by the heart. Yeah, they may have a big heart. They may have a big heart, but this is the thing. If I know I'm struggling and I don't have it, the person should accept the fact that I don't have it. I shouldn't just give it and I gave you to help you and now I'm in need. That's kind of foolish. That ain't loyalty. Because you got to also be loyal well, to your... Well, it depends on how you look at it, though. It depends on how you look at it. I mean, like, for instance, if, if you know, if, if, if you have, you know, money to pay your rent, and your friend, you know, they fell behind in their rent, and you go pay their rent and don't pay your rent, and you become homeless, but they still got a house. That's foolish. Thank you. <laughs> okay. That's what but I just think. That's you, foolish. If, but, if, but, but if you have a sandwich and they don't have no food, and you give right. them half of your sandwich. That's not a problem that's with just that. Being, you know, that's just leading from the heart. Correct. And you know what? And, and that's this, one thing my grandmother used to always tell me. Never loan somebody something you can't give them. That way, if you don't give it back, get it back. You don't worry about it. But you got family yeah. members that do that. They will be reckless. They will be irresponsible. They won't pay their rent. And then they'll come to you on the 25th because they're 25 days behind and say, hey, can you loan me some money? <laughs> I'll pay you back on the first. And then on the first, it's no, like, this, hey, you want to give me. They go to work all week. They mm-hmm. go to work all week. And Monday, they broke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, so, like, how the hell is that possible? <laughs> well, it happens. And the thing is, that's and not me. And then pay the bills. Me being loyal would be saying, hey, my mother used to say, "You can't, you can't pour from an empty cup, and you can't get, a, you can't make a, a withdrawal without a deposit." So, if that person has been, "Hey, Jeanette, can you hold this for me? Hey, Jeanette, can you hold that for me?" And now you need it, and you come to me, you already gave it to me, so I'm giving you your money back. That's a different story than you constantly saying, "Jeanette, you got twenty dollars. Jeanette, can you go along with me? Jeanette, can you?" Oh hell no, I'm not gonna do that. Because now I'm not being loyal. I'm enabling you. I'm helping you be reckless. I'm helping you be irresponsible. There is a difference. It don't make no sense for me to give a person my last, and now I ain't got nothing. You you got it now, but you ain't going to have nothing either. Now we both ain't going to have nothing. How much sense does that make? Well, like like you, like you said earlier about, you know, not, not giving nothing, not, not, not loaning somebody something that you can't afford to just give away. Because right. a lot of times, if a person, if a person is in need, okay, and you're able to help them, then by all means, go ahead and help them. That's right. That means you once again you're leading from the heart, okay. But uh, and don't expect no pay. Like for instance, you know, I had a so-called friend of mine, um, and um, you know, she had a a car situation. One of my neighbors, and uh, she had a car situation, right. And um, her car broke down or whatever. And uh, she has two cars. And one of her cars broke down. And um, so she, uh, the one car, she lets her son keep. And so she had went to her son's house and she bought her son's car back home. So she can go and pick up her other car, right? And so she asked me to go to ride down there with her, right, and drive her car back home. Okay, 
I said, okay, no problem. Cause I, you know, cause I had a doctor's appointment. And I said, this is, this is what you can do for me. As soon as we get back to the house, because she, she also had to go back down there, right? And so uh-huh. she's going to go down the freeway. So I said, if you can drop me off at the VA, then, you know, we'll be square. And she said, well, I'm going to need some gas money or something. So I said, okay, no problem. I'll give you some gas money. So I go down there, you know, I ride with her. You know, I drive her car back, you know, and then we get in the, the, the son's car, and so she takes me down to, down the freeway. And she just, she just off, the, off the ramp and let me off at the VA, and she gets back on and continues on because, you know, she was going that way anyway. Uh-huh. Now, um, the first of the month, um, you know, she was down there, you know, getting her party on and stuff, so I didn't see her for about a week or so, right? And so um, I messed around and seen her in the hallway. She said, don't you owe me some money? And I looked at her and I said, oh, yeah, that's right. I, I didn't have no cash, you know. I, you know, I didn't uh-huh. have no cash on me. So I said, well, I'll get it back to you later. But then I thought about it. I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't sit here. I didn't I sit down there and I waited for her, <laughs> you know, and I drove her car back. You know, and it didn't, and plus she was on her way that way anyway, so not like I took right. her out of the way or nothing. Right. But she wasn't charged me gas money, you know. Uh, and so I got to thinking, so I got to thinking like, well, you know, you know, well, technically, you know, if, it, if she was a real friend, because I thought we were friends, but, but you know, she kind of uh, showed me different. And I'm thinking, you know, because a, a real friend, that was me, you know, I would have said, you know what, you know, just forget it because, you know, you did help me out. So, and I was going that way anyway, and it just right off the ramp, right back on, so it wasn't no big deal. So just don't even worry about it. But here it so is. She had, she had the nerve to sweat me. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm, sure, I'm still going to give her a little, you know, give us, you know, some gas money just for, you know, but I know I ain't going to do that no more. Hey, you know, it's the principle of the thing. Not that I can't afford it. It's just the principle of the thing, you know. Exactly. You know, cause, you know, some some people, you know, they, they you know, the loyalty just they don't understand what loyalty means. You know, right. if you don't be a friend, only, you know, they, they don't okay. understand what that means. You know. Not only that, they don't understand what loyalty means. My seven-year-old grandson just typed. I think friendship is helping people. Is what he said. Now. A lot of people don't know how to be a friend or they're not friendly. They don't have those skills. So if we don't teach people how to be friendly, how can we teach a person how about loyalty if we're giving people mixed messages and signals? If kids are learning that they got to be loyal to a gang and once you get in, you can't get out, or if people are thinking that, you got to keep your secrets or keep secrets. My daughter was telling me today about a situation where she went to go charge up her vehicle, and a woman ran out the bank and was screaming and hollering because somebody busted the window of her Tesla and took her purse out of the car. And she kept telling my daughter, I know you saw it. I know you saw it. But I was like, I didn't see anything because she wasn't paying attention. So the loyalty, first of all, she didn't know the woman. Secondly, why would you leave your purse in a Tesla, and you going in a bank, and somebody and mm. somebody could have been following you. She had absolutely mm-hmm. nothing to do with that. So the woman that's wanted that's her that's to that's just take something that she ain't even got nothing to do with. So sometimes people want you to go out of your way when they're not willing to go out of theirs. 
I've been in situations where I've seen things happen and people will walk away and act like they didn't even see you. Walk and step over you like you don't even exist. It's not in everybody. It's not. And we have to recognize that. And that don't mean you have to stop being a friend. It doesn't mean you have to stop being loyal. My main thing, even as a therapist, and I tell individuals, whether it's with your family or in a relationship, even at work, be mindful of what you're dealing with. If I know what I'm dealing with, that's half the battle. Because I have friends from all walks of life, all walks of life. I don't judge. I don't condone everything people do. I don't shame them. But I know to some degree where our friendship and our loyalty lies. I get it. And they know where my friendship right. and my now that's loyalty the major. That's the major key right there. Mm-hmm. That's the major key to anything. As long as you know where it lies, everybody mm-hmm. can go on with their life peacefully and happily. And when needed, you know, hey, Correct. shit, if I need this person, it ain't but a phone call away. Correct. Or vice versa. Correct. But sometimes people take advantage of that because they want you to be there and you should have and where was you. and No, it don't work like that. So now we have to teach these basic skills to individuals and sometimes older people. I'll never forget what my uncle told me one time. I went out of my way, made him a birthday cake. I didn't even have all that stuff to make it. But something popped in my spirit that my uncle's birthday is here, and my mother or my grandmother or my auntie used to always bake him a coconut cake. And I didn't even have the ingredients. I had my daughter order the stuff from Target, have it dropped off at the house. I baked this man a cake, and I get there to give it to him. He tell me, where the apple, I mean, where the banana's at? First of all, I didn't know bananas were supposed to go inside a cake, you know. But, <laughs> but the thing with me, you know what, you're calling me now, you must want to be on the radio. So, but the thing is, I'm putting you on the radio now, you shouldn't have called me. Okay, so, but the thing is, he got mad at me. And when he became homeless, he said, it was my fault. How is it my fault? Okay, Mr. Steven, you just called me. I know you're checking in with me. But we're talking about loyalty. What would you want to add to the show, Mr. Steven, about loyalty? What's your take on loyalty? Huh? That's a good question. Well, because you know why I asked you that? And it's funny you call, because you are a person that is loyal and always have been loyal. You didn't care if your friends was right, wrong, whatever, especially with my family. We could be wrong in two left shoes. But if my mama came to you and said, Stephen, Bobby, y'all was on it. It didn't even matter what the hell we did. That's what I said, a person who's going to be down with you whether you right or wrong. That's a loyal That's and very loyal. So what is your, and then, Stephen, even though you've been through some things, what is your take on how would you describe loyalty? Because I even hear you talking to other people. What, what's your take on that? I know you just wasn't expecting that because you didn't know I was on the air, but I'm still on the air. <laughs> I, my take on loyalty is um, so maybe a little bit different from everybody else's because I have a different background and history, but. Um, I try to treat people the way I want to be treated. So uh, if I treat you with the utmost respect, I expect that back in return. And, uh, you know, the relationship that I have with my friends is maybe different from everybody else's. And some people may not understand. 
That ain't a person that's loyal. To me, that's disloyal. Got you. Mr. Ed, how would you know if a person is disloyal to you? Mr. Ed? It depends on what they do. It depends on what they do. Okay. I like that. Now, I'm looking at it says when someone is disloyal or acts in an intentional or dishonest way, they may act like a different person around other people or share private information about you to others. It includes lying, purposely leaving you out, being two-faced, or cheating on you. Now, we know, like we said, cheating is not always a form of disloyalty because some people can get caught up. But when we start talking about these things, and it says, even what does the Bible say about dishonesty or disloyalty? Sorry, and it says in Proverbs 14, 4, 14 through 24, it says, that it says there is a way that seems right to man, but in the end is the way to death. You know, and it says the disloyal will get what their conduct deserves and a good man what his deeds deserve. So sometimes when you are just um, wrongfully using individuals or you're doing things, and how do you even deal with a disloyal person? Now, these are some of the things that they say. One, confront them. Don't let your other friends gossip about you or your friends at your back. Now, I'm very mindful about how I confront people because some individuals try to be non-confrontational, but I look at it as an opportunity for growth. So when you're talking about confront, don't listen to rumors and forgive them. you got to forgive them. Mr. Ed, how do you deal with a disloyal person? Because sometimes people are broken, they be hurt, they'll hold on to it, they hold on to a grudge. Sometimes they'll project it to, on to other people. When you hurt by someone that you thought was loyal and you find out they're not, how do you handle that? Well, me, me personally, I mean, I've been through that. Um, basically, I just distance myself. Mm, distance yourself. Okay. And sometimes you distance yourself so that they won't be able to hurt you or have access to you. Okay. Javon, what do you do? Yeah, I mean, I've done, I've done that with friends. I've done that with yeah, family members. Myself. I've done that, you know. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You know, so you I, I, yeah. Okay. All right. What did you say? Okay. Me, myself, in situations like that. I shut them down, mm-hmm. and I and I say that because okay, I had a situation with my brother, person I used to idolize and look up to, and I found myself in a situation where I didn't trust him anymore. So his loyalty was tested, and I shut him down. I cut him off, stop all communication. Mm-hmm. Even though he rests in peace today and I can't talk to him about it, I have my own feelings like like I was too hard on the person or I could have gave him a leeway, but I just shut him down. Okay, Mr. Steven, what do you do when a so, person so is in, in reality, when, when I get shut down, I, I understand it. Hey, Mr. Steven, what do you do if you find that a person is disloyal to you? Well, um, that's an interesting question. Um, I think every situation is different and requires a, a 
different handling too, mm-hmm. you know. So I can't say what I would do indefinitely if somebody was disloyal to me. But uh, I would like to think that I can just maybe step back away from that person. Um, sometimes that person may be disloyal because they may be under duress of some sort, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They may be doing it because they may have to or they they heard something. And then if you step back away from it, you may be stopping yourself from helping that person out. So I don't know. Like I said, every situation is different. You got like to deal with a situation when it comes and you got to sit down and, and figure out, you know, what was the reason for this person doing this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's funny. Yeah, I like that because each situation is different, and you can't handle all situations the same. You really exactly. can't. Right. Like, what can I trust you, can. you with? Yeah, you depends. You know, is it my trusting you with my money, my man, my food, my whatever the case may be? And that's a whole other way of looking at it. Well, I want to thank you, gentlemen, for joining me here tonight as we're talking about loyalty because loyalty means different things to different people. In regards to how we handle it, is it a character trait? Is it something that can be taught? Is it something that can be learned? Is it something we like we always say, action speaks louder than words? A lot of these terms we were told as a child, but we really didn't know what it meant until we developed well, yeah, what that meant. Yeah, we didn't know what it meant. So that's why I bring these topics up as they come to mind to try to help other individuals with their growth and evolving, whether it's spiritually, emotionally, in relationships, because many individuals were not exposed to these things. And sometimes we got to go back and relearn things because the people didn't know how to teach us. They didn't know how to give us this information. But they may have given us something else. A lot of us lied to as kids. Yeah, that's true, too. That's true, too. Not only kids, they lied to us as an adult, too. But you know what? And again... You take from it what worked and what's not working in your life, you do something different. We have options. We don't have to stay stuck. If you know that you are being, people are way more loyal to you than you are to them, then you know you got to sit back and reevaluate. You can't just continue to take and not give. And that don't mean you got to give to them. You can give to somebody else. But you've got to change some of these habits and ways, okay? So, Mr. Ed, before we sign off tonight, what do you want the listeners to know as we talked about this topic about loyalty? What, was, what is your takeaway that you want them to hear? If um, you find somebody is, um, if, if their loyalty is questionable, then you need to really pay attention and uh-huh. make sure that they're worth your trust. Okay. I like that. Okay. what do you want the listeners to know, or what is it that you want to share with them before we end the show tonight? Well, I'm going to say this. Everybody out there know their level of loyalty. So when you go to measure somebody else's loyalty, make sure that it measures up to your own. Uh, okay. Don't put out more than you worth, and don't don't expect to receive more, even though it's less. Okay. 
way of looking at that, I'm going to say therapeutically, I mean, you put out somebody what you don't get. know what their loyalty may be because each situation may be different based on what the person may ask of yeah, you. Every situation so is different. What you're willing to give may be different than what your loyalty is. Okay. I'm going to just say this. Like a situation I had before. People used to call me kind-hearted. I had a situation. I'm in McDonald's, and I see a lady, and I buy the lady a burger, too. But the person I was with complained, why you buy that lady food and you, you barely got money? First of all, I had to tell her to mind her own business. And second of all, I felt good about it. So it was not my, it was my level of being loyal to this stranger. I seen her situation, and I felt like she needed the burger more than I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why would anybody else question it? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. All right, Mrs. Steven, what do you I want the listeners to meet a stranger on the street and be loyal to them and not expect for them to be loyal to you? Right. Okay. Mrs. Steven, what do you want to leave the listeners with? Well, I don't know. You know, uh, Loyalty is a, uh, it can mean a it's whole a lot for different people, you know what I'm saying, depending on what era you came from, you know, what you do in life. So uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't, you know, some people say you can learn loyalty. Um, I don't know. I don't think I learned loyalty. I think, um, I think it was just with me from the get-go. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I don't think I had to learn how to be loyal. I think if you got to learn how to be loyal, then you know you may have a problem. Mm-hmm. But me personally, I didn't have to learn how to be loyal, mm-hmm. and I think that's probably why I was able to, um, you know, do what I do, and you know, be treated the way I was treated. Mm-hmm. So, and you know. know what? And you just you just brought up something, Stephen, when you said what you said. And like I said, every time I'm doing these things or I'm doing therapy, it makes me think. Sometimes with loyalty, with people we know, we think we owe them something, and that's not what loyalty is. Loyalty is not measurable. It's not something that goes tit for tat. Right. It's not exactly. because I gave you two apples, i got to give you oranges. It, it doesn't have anything to do with that. Sometimes it's in people, and sometimes it's just not in them. It's just not who they are. So... It's something that we have to acknowledge and we have to learn about, not just really learn how to be. You know, we always say an act of kindness, treat people the way you want to be treated. But sometimes many individuals may have the perception of, well, they did this for me, I ain't got no choice. We always have a choice. My mother used to tell me no is an answer just like yes. I used to be like, well, I don't like no. I can't stand when somebody tell me no. But sometimes people may not be able to. And i got to respect that and not look at it as if I was loyal to you or I did this. No, it's not measured like that. So, again, I want to thank you guys for joining me tonight. I appreciate it. If you out there have any topics that you want me to discuss, you want to bring up, you want to elaborate, you want to learn something about, there's no topic that's not a dumb, that's a stupid topic. Because we're all out here evolving and we're learning and we're growing. That's the only way. I just have the platform to put it out there. So 
So, again, thank you for joining me. I appreciate you guys. And, Stephen, I'll call you back as soon as I sign off. Okay? It was yeah. fun. It was fun. Okay. Well, thank you. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. Mr. Ed, maybe you can give me something. I don't, I don't know. But we'll come up with something. So, okay. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. All right, thank you very much. Let me get ready. I got to, I don't know what I'm about to do. Hopefully I'm about to eat. Hopefully somebody's cooking. <laughs> okay, until my, until Monday, remember you got this. And if you want to call my office, if you have any questions, give me a call at 714-992-1677. That's the best way to reach me. Or you can email me at japneylmft at gmail.com or preciouspredicaments at gmail.com. If you have a topic, if you have a speaking engagement you want me to attend, let's, let's, let's continue to grow. Thank you. Good night. Bye-bye.